0: Hello and welcome to the 9th episode of the Pharmadelic Experience Podcast. This is your host, David Kolosic. In this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Donald McConnell, who started his career as a community pharmacist. He soon realized that pharmacists are going through the same issues and he wanted to do something about it. He found his own application, which allowed pharmacists to communicate and find solutions. At this point, he realized that technology is a career path he wanted to take. He joined a fast-growing technology company that builds modern cloud applications for life science industry. And this is where his whole career changed. Hey, Donald, how's it going?
1: Very well. And you, David?
0: I'm really good. I'm really excited to talk to you because uh, we both work in technology. So uh, I'm interested to learn your perspectives on how technology is affecting the life science industry and the health tech and all of that stuff.
1: Absolutely. So two pharmacists, of course, who have uh, taken a little bit of a different journey in their career uh, away from the the dispensary. But yeah, it's going to be uh, for sure an interesting chat.
0: Exactly. Because when I was at my university, and I guess it was the same for you, right? Like they told us that we had few options as in community pharmacy, hospital, maybe industry, but no one really mentioned technology. Was it the same for you?
1: Yeah, exactly. It wasn't even on the radar, I think, So just to give you a bit of background on my, myself, I graduated pharmacy from Trinity College in 2010. And there was no talk of technology really shaping the pharmacy landscape, shaping the pharmaceutical industry. And it's really something we didn't cover at all uh, in our studies. It was mainly focused, of course, on the academics, you know, pharmaceutical science, your pharmacognosy, your pharmaceutics or pharmaceutical chemistry, these type of things. But we didn't really touch on the technology. And it's kind of interesting how we ended up both going in that direction.
0: Exactly, and how did it start for you? Like, did you have some interest in technology as a student or as a graduate, or was it kind of by chance? Or how did you actually you know, realize you had the opportunity to develop your career in technology?
1: Yeah, so much like everyone else, picking to go into pharmacy. I was good at science, I was good at physics, chemistry, biology in school. And it seemed at the time, the natural progression from, was for me to either study science, engineering, or pharmacy. So I selected pharmacy, began studying pharmacy. I figured out that, you know, doing various different like, work placements, working throughout college, that being a dispensing pharmacist really wasn't for me. Um, I had a decision, of course, at that point to, you know, to either drop out, pick a different course. I decided to stay and, and, and finish pharmacy, but at the same time, was a, I was exploring different options. Uh, so I was really, at that point, I was mainly interested in the business side, how to run a pharmacy, of course, from a business perspective, but even further, like studying from business books about how uh, larger organizations work, et cetera. So at that point in time, there actually wasn't an interest in technology side of pharmacy. Um, right. I hadn't really been exposed to it at that point.
0: And then at some point, because you also have an entrepreneurial mindset, you 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 saw there was a problem in uh, the Irish community pharmacist kind of um, getting in touch with each other, discussing the, the problems they have in a day-to-day work. So you decided to develop an application, right, to help them out.
1: Correct. Yeah. So after um, a number of years, obviously I finished my pharmacy degree, uh, I started working in community pharmacy. and And from there, I started working as what we call a locum pharmacist. I'm not sure if it's the same across Europe or across the globe. But what a locum is effectively a contract pharmacist that maybe spends a day in one pharmacy one, one day of the week, then another day in a different pharmacy another day of the week. And what I was spotting when I was working in all of these pharmacies was that they weren't working in conjunction with each other. They weren't working uh, together. Uh, they all had the similar problems. So, for example, where can you get a drug reimbursed from? where can they source a drug from, educational requirements that they may need to meet, meet as part of their CDP program, continuous professional development. And so what I decided to do was to solve these problems by building, first of all, a forum for pharmacists to communicate with each other and share these problems. Uh, and then it evolved into like an educational platform where we used to produce content and videos uh, about different types of disease areas. That they needed to be aware of, so it kind of started evolving from there then it evolved into communications coming from pharmaceutical companies so uh, typically a pharmacist would receive a letter in the post telling them about a drug recall or perhaps something a new drug released onto the marketplace and I felt this was really ineffective and once I have the the forum and I have that collective audience using the forum that it was a, really an easy way of uh, of leveraging that to deliver these communications via the platform. Uh, yeah so that's uh, that's effectively how I started in technology really it didn't it didn't start kind of from a perspective of yeah i'm really interested in technology but i kind of as my career developed i started going in more in that direction.
0: Right so for you it was like okay i'm working as a community pharmacist i'm seeing a lot of challenges in a day-to-day work from all kinds of perspectives. And the best way to solve these challenges is through technology. So I guess this is when you realized, hang on a minute, there's much bigger problems in the life science industry to be solved. And there's actually companies who are trying to solve these problems, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So for that was maybe from a local perspective, very localized in the Irish market, localized to individual pharmacies. Uh, and then I discovered Viva. So Viva Systems, being a global technology company, building uh, life science, building technology for the life sciences industry, uh, solving much bigger problems. Anything from commercialization of drugs, so getting those drugs into the hands of the doctors and then into the marketplace, but also the R and D side, uh, even before that happens. So yeah, that's that's where I wanted to go. I wanted to solve bigger problems using. The skill set that i picked up before
0: and you started working as a solution consultant which sounds really cool but what does this actually mean
1: exactly so i started first of all i was started as a solution consultant and a solution consultant are those technical experts in the sales process so they really understand the technology very very well they're the credible advisor during the sales process and, and the reason why their name, of course, is a solution consultant is because there is that consultative side of the, of the role. You're, you're obviously there to, to help the sales process, but you're also there coming with your industry best knowledge or best practices, advising the customer how they can leverage the Viva tools in order to, to do the job that they're looking to do more effectively.
0: Do you think that your background in pharmacy actually helped you in your job?
1: Absolutely. It was the studies of pharmacy. So the the studies themselves, but also the work experience that I had picked up working in the pharmacy had really helped me in my role. So I started from the pharmacy sales perspective. So setting software that helps in the pharmacy sales process, uh, process. So when a pharmaceutical rep goes and visits a pharmacy, the the software that they'll be using. So I had, I've been sitting on the other side of the, the counter. I was the pharmacist at some point. So I knew really how to, you know, how to make that software resonate. I had already picked up the industry expertise from working as a pharmacist. And that really helped me in my role.
0: So you kind of had that perspective from the business side as a pharmacist in terms of how this technology can actually help people who actually are recommending the products to pharmacists or to to the prescribers, et cetera, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it was it really, really um gives the sales process a lot of credibility because you really understand their customer. You actually because you're you are their customer, you understand that their customers better than they do often because you've you've um you've walked in their shoes.
0: Exactly. And you basically speak the same language. You understand the challenges they're going through and how this is going to actually help them.
1: Correct, exactly.
0: Trying to transition, let's say, from more community pharmacy side into technology, I guess you had to do a lot of upskilling, right? You had to understand the technology, the processes, uh, maybe some IT skills. How was that for you? Was it challenging for you, or was it quite easy to transition from, let's say, more scientific healthcare role into more, let's say, pre-sales technology role?
1: Yeah, exactly. It was, it was quite a challenging upskilling period. So I had a slight experience, obviously before having built the platform for community pharmacists, I would have had uh, some experience with technology, but the, the platform itself was really, really different. For the very, the first six months, it was a steep learning curve, trying to learn all the technology, how it works, how I can configure or how I can adapt the technology to meet the customer's needs in given scenarios. But yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a challenging experience, but I really, the more I got into it, the more I enjoyed it. It was really enjoyable and very rewarding because it comes, it links very much back to, again, my studies, solving problems, you know, figuring out how you can solve someone's problem with this tool that you have in your hands. And then for, for me, that was very rewarding. So yeah, although it was a steep learning curve, it was actually very enjoyable.
0: That's excellent. And I have the same feeling as well, because the technology is evolving so quickly that also you have to evolve at the same time. I think that's, that's the beauty of this role that you never actually stagnate, right? You have to keep going, developing yourself.
1: Absolutely. And particularly when you're working in a company such as Viva as I am now, and the technology evolves so fast. It evolves with three new feature releases each year. So as a result, we really are just continuously learning. And I I think, as pharmacists, we're kind of eternal students. We come from a heavy academic background and I think we, we really enjoy the learning aspect. So really when I'm working in Viva and learning the technology, it's, it's always a continuous learning process.
0: It's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? The concept is the same of the continuous professional development, but you're now applying it in a completely different direction, which is also perfectly fine.
1: Absolutely. And, and that's actually that's one of the things I find really re- rewarding about the job as well, is when I was working in, in a pharmacy, in, in a dispensary, you know, you, you have this high level of, of expertise. You come into the, your role as a pharmacist. And then I felt that very early on, I, I'd more or less seen all of the scenarios to a certain extent. Of course, you, you'll never see everything most of the scenarios that I'd see on a day-to-day basis. So I really wasn't getting so, so much of an enjoyment out of, out of the, the day-to-day work as a pharmacist. And and yet now when I come into my role in a technology company, because it's always evolving so quickly, it's very rewarding for
0: me. Yeah. So there's no routine happening, right? There's always a new customer with new challenges and then a new release with new features, always something new to look forward to.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And exactly. And also, from a personal perspective as well like from a personal development perspective like i've i i'm, I'm fundamentally a different person from when i entered into into viva uh, three and a half years ago uh, due to the fact that i'm i'm, I'm always going to be be getting pushed i'm always learning always learning new skills and also one of the things that's really really different to to working in a pharmacy for me was the fact that you really have that team environment you're working with um what we like to call a players everyone is super talented and when you're working alongside these really really talented people although that makes you feel a little bit like oh what am i doing here it really pushes you on to become a more i don't know a whole and more developed person as a result so uh yeah it's been a it's been a really really fun journey so far
0: and quite recently you actually progressed to the a a different role let's say so now you work as a practice manager what's the focus here now
1: yeah absolutely so uh, i spent just over three years as a, a solution consultant on in that pre-sales process um, and i was looking for the next step in my career and, and viva really provides that so many opportunities and so many options for me and as a result i went into uh, what we call the consultant development program and the consultant development program is that two-year program to develop consultants from no experience to fully fledged consultants. And what I've been doing is I'm I'm now managing the team of research and development consultants.
0: So this means that now you're more in, in the role of our kind of uh, finding the talent, mentoring and growing these people and making sure that they swim in the ocean as soon as they get started. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So we take fresh graduates and people with two years experience or less, and we teach them all the the skills that they need to, to have to be a, a fully-fledged IT consultant. So, yeah, that involves, in a day-to-day basis on my part, a lot of mentoring, uh, a lot of one-to-one meetings, figuring out, I guess, the skills and the the strengths of my my people, uh, putting them in the projects that help them grow to become more effective consultants. So, yeah, it's, it's quite a fun, and, and again, as we talked about, I'm, I'm, I'm still in that upskilling periods. I've been in the role. So just three months now. So, uh, learning a lot, It's but it's, but it's been fun. So
0: you basically developed an expertise in solution consulting and now you've just jumped into a completely different role, even though it's all connected, but now you're again at that kind of a uh, beginning where you have to learn new skills in this, in this case, skills of managing people or mentoring people, finding talent, etc.
1: Exactly. So the way I kind of, I look at it, similar to kind of moving from a pharmacist into a solution consultant role, I was able to take, say, I don't know, 10% of what I learned in my previous role and bring it into this role that gives me, uh, or into the solution consulting role that kind of gave me that, that ability to, to learn and to and develop. And I guess it's kind of similar now. I, I understand Viva as a company. I understand the products that we have uh, and that's kind of now giving me the ability to, to kind of ramp up quickly in my new role. So I kind of see my career to date as, as just that, like picking, picking up new skills, then applying them to different scenarios and then picking up additional skills when you get there.
0: And if you compare this to, you know, when you were a student and a graduate and you look back now, I guess you would have never ever imagined that this career path was even possible.
1: Well, like it's, yeah, it's completely different. I'm i'm a dublin born pharmacist uh, I'm now living in Barcelona working for Viva. When I chose pharmacy as a career path itself, I never would have thought that technology was an option now that i'm in it i'm I'm really, really passionate and very, very interested in 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 developing and and, and growing in the technology industry uh, looking back it's my career to date has been a lot of kind of i guess dots in that I just joining, joining up as, as I go. I mean, I don't, I have a kind of a growth mindset in the sense that I feel that I can learn whatever is in front of me. And I, I, I tend to choose my next career steps based on interests that I have. And I think that's really, really important is really follow your interests that you have, that you're uh, listening to them and that will guide you through your career very effectively
0: this is exactly what i was asking you this question is because i think that the kind of career direction we're getting at let's say university level is that you have to have things figured out right i know for you you didn't have your things figured out you just had these dots and you were you were connecting things bit by bit but now when you look back i guess it all makes sense you were kind of just following your passion following your interest and it. Brought you to where you are today, where you're really happy, passionate, and let's say um, successful.
1: Absolutely. So, in terms of, you know, you can't do a good job, I believe, if you're not happy. So that's fundamentally the first thing. And and in order to be happy, you have to be interested. So once you have the interest, and once once you're happy in your role, you'll be growing, you'll be doing a good job, and that will then lead and open up doors for you later on down the path. So that's more or less my philosophy. That's the. The biggest advice I would give to anybody is really follow your interests. I mean, within reason. I don't really believe in these type of kind of. If you ever go on YouTube, you can see these motivational videos about follow your passion. That's the thing. I w- I would say mainly follow your interests. Make your make your decisions based on that, but in a kind of controlled way and having it well thought through. I think mean, that's really really important.
0: I think this is a really good advice. But now looking at let's say pharmacy or life science students or like recent graduates who have that interest in technology but have no idea where to start what to develop what kind of advice would you give to someone so if if you were you know just about uh, graduating your pharmacy like what kind of advice would you give to yourself knowing what you know today
1: well for me i'd say just take the first step like take the first step take the first row no matter what it might be it it builds with momentum. So one job before I got into Viva was that I worked in a a wholesaler and and that gave me experience that I could then take even more to to Viva as well. As I said, I started the technology platform um, and that was my first step in in, in the right direction. So take opportunities that are in front of you, particularly when you're early in your career. Uh, I spent the majority of my 20s trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I, I I then found that technology was really it. I, I would be, first of all, not be in any rush, but do take the first step. Reach out and be proactive. Only reason I found Viva was because I actually went out and I looked and I, I messaged people in my network that were working in Viva. So I would say proactivity, follow your interest and take the first step.
0: So you would say that if you are reaching out to people, it's it's a good way of, first of all, Understand what options you have, as in what these people are doing. But secondly, also maybe get that opportunity to try the role.
1: Yeah, they they have this up. Op- the opportunities it will open more doors for them. Yeah, that's exactly it. Just take take, and, and as a result, you build your build your network as you as you go. When you graduate from pharmacy, you obviously have your your academic uh, network, your peers within the pharmacy degree, but you don't have your like professional network outside. And as you start taking those jobs building a good reputation uh, you'll start building that professional network which will help you in the long run and that's any of those professional networks will, will help you you know 30 years down the line when you're when you're perhaps looking for your next job
0: exactly it's it's a small world so you you soon realize that it's all connected
1: absolutely yeah
0: and now talking about the um, consultant development program so you're looking to hire quite quite a lot of uh, fresh graduates what specific characteristics are you looking at in people? Like, if someone is now applying for this um, for this role, how can they stand out?
1: Yeah. So for me, the biggest thing in life in, in anything is attitude. So what I really look for is like a positive attitude, an attitude that takes initiative, that is of course interested in technology and consulting. Uh, we we look at various different backgrounds, not just pharmacists, but even English graduates or perhaps people with engineering backgrounds. And the reason for that is that I really just look for attitude. That that's really, for me, is the most, most important thing. Willing to work hard, willing to help others, work in a team. If they wanted to stand out from other candidates, for me, that would be it, really. That would be really it. Just have a really strong attitude, and I think that will, will go, go a lot in their favor
0: exactly because you have if you have a positive attitude that means that we can teach you anything else right it's quite easy to teach someone who wants to be taught and develop.
1: exactly so once you have the right attitude once you're willing to be proactive i think that's you know willing to ask questions like for example if you're stuck on certain problems and uh, that you're willing to reach out i think that really really helps particularly actually that's a big differentiator for us during um, the interview process so first of all we have a screening call and the second is this what we call a case study uh, and the case study is that we're giving you a problem that you need to solve but we do leave the door open to ask questions and and, and you'll be surprised actually how many people don't ask questions you know when they're stuck in a problem they won't ask questions and then they'll turn off to the interview without the answers whereas you know that's really important ask questions and, um, and look for help
0: exactly because you will help them out right you are looking for people who uh, want to be successful and you are trying to make them successful. Absolutely. Yeah. Before we wrap up, uh, this podcast is any, let's say final thoughts or final advice you would give to, to the, to the listeners.
1: Absolutely. So regardless of if you're interested in technology or regardless if you're interested in uh, research or whatever that might be within the pharmaceutical industry, what I would fundamentally pick your career based on is, you know, what skills you're going to pick up and what person you're going to become during the the work that you're doing rather than looking for example at a paycheck or a title within a company it's really really important because i feel that as that a company and the environment that you're put in can really change you and that will add more value in your long-term career and it will also add value to your cv but also the soft skills as well like for me i'm put in a position there where i can manage people this will really help in, in any other area of my life that I go into. Um, and so that's really my take on message for anybody is pick a position that will help you grow into the person that you'd like to become.
0: So this means don't think in the short term, think in the long term what this role can give you. Like look beyond the paycheck, look beyond the immediate things and look what can, this can bring you the next five or 10 years.
1: Absolutely. It's all about skills acquisition, what skills, what skills did I pick up on my last job? And then what more skills can I pick up on this one? That's really it. And then it becomes you, you become a more rounded person. I don't want to use any cliches like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit, but that's really what you're doing. You're kind of slowly edging outward and outward and becoming a more uh, skilled and, and developed person in general.
0: Exactly. And this then in the long run, it gives you opportunities to even pivot if you want to. So if you're not happy with the current role, the skills you develop as you go allow you to go somewhere else as well if you want to
1: absolutely exactly what i said about when i started with uh, the pharma buddy app Uh, i had picked up some skills there and now i was able to leverage them and get into uh, a whole new career path so it's uh, it's exactly it
0: fantastic i think with this we had a really good conversation i really enjoyed it a lot i thank you so much for your time and i hope that we can continue our collaboration in the future
1: super thanks a million it's been a real pleasure being here and talking to you today david and i really hope that uh, anyone who's listening to this will take some value from it and help them in
0: their in their next career move great let's keep in touch thank you for listening to the pharma experience podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode we have a number of exciting and interesting guests coming up in the next episodes so stay tuned but in the meantime why don't you join the Telegram channel? We share career opportunities for students, graduates and junior professionals as well as the career advice to help you find your dream career and achieve it. Until then, have a good one and I'll see you soon.